0: What's up guys welcome to the first ever episode 198 of the kind of funny games cast as always I'm Tim Gettys, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games Greg Miller Hello Tim Hello, Thank Greg. you
1: very much Kevin Thank, Thank you, you yeah. Kevin And the
0: reverend Jared Petty
2: Whoa. Doggy doggy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> wow. It's in the room now you're not allowed to talk shit anymore It's alright It's fair <laughs> <laughs> I just to yeah. do some, I'm sorry Jared I didn't actually mean that I just need to do something different I understand it's fair that was really loud. Yeah. I kind of deserve that right now Okay
0: Mm, Don't lean in,
3: Captain. Cool Greg giving the good feedback on the shock mic. We like that,
1: Cool Greg. What's that, Cool Greg? I don't know when of these Alias new albums coming out, but I'll let you know Uh. when I find out (laughs) about (laughs) it.
0: This is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can even watch live (gasps) along with us. And if you watch live, you get to watch the pre-show live. And if you don't want to watch live or if you can't watch live, you can watch it whenever you want. If you support us at the $10 or above level by getting the pre-show as part of the VOD early, uh, a couple days early, that is, on a Friday, because this show comes out on Monday for free for everyone on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Was this a good pre-show, guys?
1: Uh, yeah, I had a lot of it fun. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I and I'll was level you with you, though. 10 bucks mm-hmm. for just a pre-show? Seems like only getting half my money's worth. Is there more? There's a lot more. Kai. What's that? For Ten dollars?
0: Oh my god! You get so <laughs> so much more. There's a post you also show. get a potion. show. Yay. that's true. Everybody,
1: that's every true. girl. Spice World, Spice life. people all the world, Spice World. Be live. There was a couple of Spice World ah.
0: references in the in the pre-show.
1: Oh. Um, are you going to see them now that they're reuniting? Have we talked about this? He's not. What a I, fucking! He hasn't even gone to see. Britney. What a
0: fake fan. We're planning to see Britney. I know. Uh, so I well, that it's not a fake fan thing. It's just fake like fan. it's not all of them. Who isn't there? Isn't. Posh not there. Oh, she sad. passed away.
2: But she was yeah. never in it, you know. She got married. She moved on.
0: She. she it's passed. not the Spice Girls at this She's point. Not it's just, it's, okay.
2: it's it's some spice. Spice, spice Ladies. Girls. You know what I mean? All
0: Spice. <laughs> not it's not All Spice. It's just it's Old Spice. Spicy <laughs> for uh, sure.
2: Right. Let's get right <laughs> into it. This <ladies> just <laughs> so terrible. I'm so
0: sorry. Stop talking. Um, let's talk about video games. Uh, I good. want to start. With Red Dead Online, because Pickle, we have Pickle, Mr. Pickle. Red Dead himself. Oh, is that what I am? J-Red yeah. Dead. Oh, nice. Thank you. Wow, that was good to see. He's on it, though. He's on it. You didn't like it for a second, and then you realized that. And then I did. No, I was like, like no, nah, Jared. No, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. okay with being Jared Red Dead. Dead
3: Online. Yeah. Give me the deets. Okay, so it's a beta, and uh, it's a beta. Uh, you played some, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've been so in Kevin's played
2: a little bit more than you have. I think so. in terms of uh,
1: uh, expertise, I'm assuming it's you that you've been playing a lot. Uh, I played a fair bit. Then
3: it's Kevin, then it's me. Okay, so I like it. Uh, as a beta, as a uh, proof of concept, I'm fine with it, I like the character creator. I love that they invested in kind of a unique story mode as you're going in, so you're like, hey, okay, I'm kind of playing single player, multiplayer, and I can Mm -hmm. play with my friends, but anytime I don't have friends, I have very good effective matchmaking that just Mm -hmm. drops people about the same level right in, we go, we do our tasks together, we help each other out, we split
2: up, we're done, Uh, I like, yeah. Uh, Quick question, have you tried playing the story mode with a posse.
3: Not with my own posse yet. No. I haven't either. No, I haven't tried that See, yet. I think i would be fun. I should
2: have tried that yesterday. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of I fun. I think that would be a lot of fun, but I also am positive that it's not going to work. <laughs> no, you think so? I just, God, Rockstars natural- Online, why is it so bad?
3: Okay, so right yeah, right yeah. now, are you are you having trouble with connection? Or are you having trouble with matchmaking? What do you have trouble I'm with? I'm
2: having trouble with matchmaking when we go into, the, like, the... Um, I create a posse, uh-huh. and then we do a join, a quick match.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And then we do the small one or the large one. The large one, I was never able to make it connect. It would keep crashing. But we did the small games. And then instead of keeping us in, like, our groups, some of us were in different groups. Like, two people in one group, one dude was just on the other side. And it's just... Kind of how it, it was
1: when we do GTA Online. Yeah,
2: and that's the thing. GTA Online still has this these issues mm-hmm. where it's like we never got it to work successfully. Right, when we were trying to play right. it uh, last so, year. Like when I was playing yesterday with uh Steve, one of our yeah. good buddies who's aw- a best friend and just amazing at getting those platinums. Yeah. Um, his his cousin was playing with me and he was like, Oh, they'll they'll work these kinks out. And I was like, No, Rockstar just refuses to. That being said, the modes that I played were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I had a, a great time. We did a bunch of different ver- – uh, we did the um, – I can't remember any of the names. But we did the one where it's 16 people and you're running around with knives. Just Oh, the Battle Royale one? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. the knives? Okay. yeah, And yeah. that was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, it's also a lot of fun to watch once you've died. Because then it's like you're choosing the cameras and you're watching people creep up on other people. Uh, we did another mode that was uh, – Something about the points where the longer, the more kills you get, the more points you're worth. Yeah, that one's when fun. When you get killed, so much fun. It's like
3: King of the Hill, but mobile. Yeah. Like you're, mm. you're all trying to kill the, you get the points of the person you kill. Right. So okay. they're just stacking okay. into that person and yeah. it's exponentially growing. And you've got a chance to come back at the very end of the game and win still. It's really cool. So much fun.
0: How's that work though? Because then isn't it just, at any moment, it doesn't matter who's winning until the very end.
3: It, it does matter because no, no, you no, might still kill two other people point. that have other stack amounts. Uh, and there's a bunch of really oh, weird math okay, going okay, on. Okay, there's cool. I, another mode I really like where where different weapons are worth different points per kill. Yes, so that, that was a mode lot of was fun. so much fun. Yeah, so really cool. that
2: mode is you're running around and if you've got like a, just a stabbing knife, it's seven uh, points. If you've got a shotgun, it's worth like. Five points. So the, depending on what your weapon is, it changes how many points you get per kill. Yeah, and it's just you're like you die and you're just coming back and trying to stack as many points as possible. Right, but you're like so it's constant fun. risk
3: reward. Like, yeah, do I go for the easy kill or do I take the risk here and switch off to a, a harder weapon to try? But then you screw up and you're like, ah, I should have used yep. that and that yeah. and that's all happening in like thirty second bursts. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I but like that
2: again, mode. that was that was based off of teams, right? It was three people teams.
3: That was uh, it was teams of three or four people. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and.
2: I could not get my group to be in a single team. Well, there's team. a, a
3: deathmatch version of that, too, mm. uh, though. That was, Yeah, now, so matchmaking, I was mostly playing earlier when the servers less crowded. I was talking mm-hmm. with somebody. So I didn't have the matchmaking issues, but I've talked with somebody else yesterday that was, uh-huh. uh, that's been playing. Yeah. They've been having connection issues in yeah, general. Yeah. We've had that some connection
2: neat. issues, but eventually they did go away. Okay. So initially when we started trying to do the matchmaking, I think it was just... The larger group setting just wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, for me, it's for, uh, very reminiscent tech wise of GTA Online when they launched that. And it was the same thing where I was excited to try it, jumped in, and then ran into a bunch of problems.
3: And that's you what just happened. Couldn't get in at all. Well, like. no,
1: what's happening is so I was here, me and Nick made the character, had a great time, loved this yeah. character creator. Uh, started playing through that those there. Char- I was just like,
0: yeah, they not all look... paying attention and like just looking They're over you guys doing it. They, those motherfuckers look like, uh, from Lil Nikki, like the people getting hit in the face with the shovel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus
1: Christ. me yeah, over a giant like- bomb is the only person I've seen put one up where I'm like, oh, that looks like a normal
3: that looks like a good person. You can do that. It just takes a lot of tweaking.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. is We are really not screwing way around. Too much. We worked on it to make it look enough like me, which is generic white guy with beards so or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, went in there really liked the way they set it up, right? Like, I love this, like, we're talking about the single player multiplayer story. Of yeah. like, alright, cool. Yeah, I get this. This is what I, I wanted more out of Red Dead story in general, right, mm-hmm. from the get-go is, cool, you were in there for a crime you didn't commit yep. you've got a bone to pick with these people i have a bone to pick we're gonna do this and you're like Great. This is such a great place to start me at. All it's, right.
3: Yeah, it's a tale of vengeance. You can choose to play it dark. You can yep. choose to play it good. It's it's very to, yeah, much you an open-ended thing. When
1: you're going out on the, to choose your quest, like you see if they're good or bad quests and if they're gonna like, you know, what they do to your honor and, and stuff. And they affect
3: how that all how, how that all rolls out. Yeah. I like that section. And I think the story's actually pretty darn interesting so yeah. far. Oh no, totally. It's uh, only so for the purpose of conveyance. I like I think the world works well. It's obvious. It was really cool to me seeing how Places I'd been in the single-player game were actually designed as multiplayer arenas, and i never mm-hmm. realized it. Yeah, yeah, like I'm sitting, I'm walking around uh, in Saudony in, in New Orleans, and there'd be streets I recognized from there. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. this looked like a regular city street, but this was totally crafted to be a multiplayer event arena for this mode, and didn't know it. Yeah, like, we were, uh, a lot of that
2: went on. For the knife throwing game, we were playing in Strawberry. Yeah, and it was it was really cool because it was very much like you could go into the houses and like hide out there. It is interesting that like Jared's totally right. It feels like those uh, parts of the levels were crafted for this, and it's That's really super cool. smart. Really, I mean, obviously, Rockstar
0: cool, yeah. knows what the fuck they're doing. Like with oh, all yeah. these years of GTA Online, no, like, but their servers, like the the
1: system, still is
2: broken. Mm-hmm. There's still and, a lot yeah. of problems. Well, that, and, with that, that, and that, and like, to my like, thing, that yeah. was my
1: thing. Right, I got in. I got the story. I liked where I was going. Went off on the first real mission where you team up for the first time, where it's that horse robber, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. go steal these horses. It's like great. Randomly get paired up with people. Awesome. We all ride over there. We get it. I'm almost back to base, and somebody's horse got shot. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Fail." I'm like, oh, God, "All right, cool." Like, went back, started it again. Went. I get. We get to getting the horse going. Pff, you've lost connection to the Rockstar servers. Oh, oh, that's fuck. Rock. All right, it's dinner. Came back, did it. All right, advanced. Uh, got to the next thing crashed no okay. that's what
3: had happened to me i'd have been come really back frustrated.
1: in i'm like now i'm going all right cool it was the next and it crashed again and that's yeah. when i was like you know what i'm gonna go work on the assassin's platinum yeah. like I, I i and it's not like i'm not done forever i'm very sure. excited to get yeah. back in with everybody scott lowe sent me a invite last night that popped up he's like you want to you know you want to play red Dead? And i was like i'm one boy. trophy away right now from this assassin's i cannot stop but i i appreciate it
3: yeah i i think i think maybe you going to check back in around when the holiday surprise or whatever drops. You know, yeah, they, well, I think even just letting Christmas it go thing. a little bit longer yeah. and let st- uh, server stabilize yeah. right, and figure all that out. Figure and what
1: is the out. word? Uh, we did it yesterday on Games Daily. Somebody wrote in at the end for a year wrong.
3: Did they announce that for sure your progress isn't carrying over when they exit beta, or are they still? What I have seen is that that's still up in the air, uh, but I could be remembering that wrong. I, I don't want to misquote. The thing
1: yesterday, that I think Mr. Yasman or somebody sent in, was just like...
2: Uh, Rockstar Still not sure Kind of thing I, I yeah, I, I
3: do not remember But last I saw it Seemed to be up in the air
2: The people I was playing With yesterday Seemed to think That like they had Announced that it was Going to carry over Okay yeah. Is that That's what you're it. Googling there I'm looking for okay. it Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I,
3: I want to be careful Because I got something uh, The last episode Of Red Dead Radio I got a fact wrong I was like oh Oh no What careful. was it uh, I had some stuff wrong about how the online economy works, so I mm. actually put the episode back up because I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I, wow. Yeah, you don't want to get things that wrong. You yeah, know? I guess it's, so. Uh, totally.
0: Rockstar's uh, post says, we hope that all player progress during this early period of the beta will be able to remain intact long term. However... As with many betas for large-scale online experiences such as this, there's always the chance that we may to, need to implement rank or other stat resets in case of issues.
3: Yeah, because sometimes you dump too much. You do figure out that your money or your gold didn't work out like you thought it would. Yeah, you figure yeah. Out your ranks the, don't yeah, work your, out like you thought they would. Economy. Things like that, and that's. I do like the uh, Disneyland approach to the design. I really like, which is the GTA five approach. The same thing where you've got kind of this giant theme park. Yeah. And you're walking through, and there's all kinds of things to see. There's characters and costumes. You know, you've got all the attractions you can walk in and out of, they're just right there. And then there's the rides. And the rides are all the events. And so you have hmm. the free mode, which is this huge, interesting place. It's just fun to see. You run into people. You make your own fun. You, you, you get that's involved. in analogy. And then whenever you want, you can get on a ride. Mm-hmm. And that's how they designed GTA V. And that's how they designed this one. And I really like that Disneyland design. I think did that's you fun. get
1: into GTA V online? or GTA uh, Yeah, online?
3: I did. Uh, I did a lot of coverage for it for IGN. I, I'm not nearly as into it as, as John Ryan uh, is, who, who loves it more than anyone I've ever known loving anything. Uh, but I, I really did enjoy GTA Online. I liked how zany it got. I liked how they kept building on it. Yeah. I liked when it turned into Hot Wheels in the Sky. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that kind of thing. Can you guys
0: help me out with that real quick? That expansion was called Cunning Stunts. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And everyone was all like, oh, that's such a funny name. I don't get it. I reverse the first two
3: letters of those two words. Stunning Cunts. There we go. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it.
2: Really?
0: Okay, cool. that's yeah. the programming.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Again, I, I, I didn't
3: say it was great. I yeah. just, that's what people were doing. Is that
2: really about. what people were excited about? Well they were excited about the cars. No, they were excited, I mean, they're about,
3: the excited about, about the fact it was, that was that hot thing.
2: wheels, cars in the sky. Yeah. That was yeah, exciting. That was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But like was that that's, the joke behind it? That's the best that? thing in that yeah. game. Man, Actually, the, I'm the, really let down right now. The best thing in that game is the mission creator. I love that. I can't wait for that for Red Dead when that comes along. The fact that you could go online. I talked about the rides and create your own mm. theme park attractions. I had no it's, idea about this. Oh, in GTA V? You can I don't, make your own missions in GTA Online.
2: We dabbled in it, but didn't couldn't get too deep. We had so many problems. And with it's GTA not like on.
3: generic. It's like I can,
2: if I can imagine no, it's it, I can
3: find it's a way to make this work. It's it's freaking ridiculous. It's because
2: Rockstar's done. Peanut was helping us, and Peanut knew everything.
3: Peanut, knows Peanut everything. does know
2: everything, it's true. He was very helpful.
3: So yeah, I like it, uh, but there's a lot of beta stuff going on. And sure. the fact is, if you can't connect to a video game, it ain't fun. Uh, I, I'm really fortunate I haven't had those issues yet, but more and more people... popping in now so are you
1: being drawn back to it i mean obviously for content wise i'm sure a little bit but like are you
3: so for me i I, there's two dimensions to this one is the hey this is my job thing so yes i'm definitely doing it on that end but the other is this is a online cowboy game so yeah that's the it wouldn't matter who made it or what pedigree it had if somebody had made a online cowboy game with a huge, open, deep world and this selection of weapons and costumes. I mean, mean, just the stuff you could, it's about shopping through that catalog and putting on another awesome thing—it's very much that element. Yeah, I'm so into that. I'll Impressive too. I feel you, you know,
1: know a tip of the hat to them in terms of the way they've streamlined things from the single-player campaign. And I don't know how much of it was reaction or anything like that. But like even still, like we were talking about it, right? Like one of the first pop-ups you get is like to get to the map fast, hold options, right? Yep. Like yep. something they I know learn. we had so much problem. I like the addition that now all right, here, as soon as you meet the guy at the post office, here's the catalog. Just mm-hmm. order whatever
2: you want. You from have there. it on you. Yeah. Flip it over. You got it. Bam! You got I, what you yeah. want. One of the frustrating <laughs> things is I. I constantly open the catalog when I'm trying to go into the player menu select just because it's the same button. It's hold left to open the catalog on the D-pad versus tap left. So that's just a little issue.
1: Uh, another thing, new to me, not to necessarily you guys, but I mean, I talked about it before. Like, uh, huge shout out to using the iPad and the Rockstar app. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, I'm, I when I was playing, I was using that as my map, and I was like, this is awesome. So yeah.
3: that works with the online as well. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. that's
2: really cool. That's really yeah.
3: cool. I can't wait to form a posse, get out there, and play with some friends. Yep, uh, but too. there is this. There is the stabilization. They were very upfront with the fact that it's a beta, and we have to be both fair. We have to be fair in, yes, we understand because it's a beta, it's not done. But we also have to be fair and we understand because it's a beta, it's when it doesn't work, it's not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And those things are both true.
0: Mm. But, Kev, so do you do you really think you're going to invest a lot more time into... <sighs>
2: Red, step back. Red Dead uh-huh.
0: 2, have you beat it yet?
2: No, I haven't beaten it. I do want to beat it. The story, I'm enjoying it very much. I just uh, have been playing other things specifically, Tetris. We'll yeah. talk about that later. How far along are you, Kevin? Uh, I'm only about, I think, uh, a third story-wise.
3: Okay. Yeah. So where you're like, oh, wow, there's I so much to I just got to
2: New Orleans.
3: Are you spoiled?
2: Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you, you spoiled it. Sorry. Like last. No, no, no. I was, I had the option to walk away. Okay. But, uh, actually, you spoiling it made me more interested in the story. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to experience what you told so, me.
0: So, with the, with the story, knowing mm-hmm. where it goes and all that, and then with what you've seen of online and its story and where mm-hmm. it's going, which are you more interested to get back
2: into? Definitely the online. Mm. Um, and it's not necessarily because of the story on the online, which does look really cool, it's more of the quick matches and playing those fun modes. Because the, I had a blast last night, yeah, awesome. So I just, I also yeah. want to build a posse.
3: There's this little, there's this little trailer they right? want you to invite them to your posse.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll have Let's to make this it, work. Yeah,
2: do you use headphones? Huh. Do you use... Headphones. What like, are those? Are you talking? Do you have a mic no, on? No, no, I don't play? talk I yeah, don't have see, I don't like, I I don't like that one it. bit.
3: Well, I, I could turn it on for you. Yeah? Ah, yeah, you're special. but um, I, mean, I own a headset. It has been plugged in a couple of times. Uh, no, it, uh, there's a thing at the end of the first hour tutorial. Greg, you may remember this, where they show kind of all the modes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. one of the things they do is, like, team up with your posse. And it just shows, like, you and three other people in the street like, in the Western gunfighter thing, and then, like, sweeping across the field on horseback, Silverado style, and I got, like, a little shiver. I'm like, when I'm doing that, I'm so in. When it's, like, the four of us riding across riding the together. field, uh, like, that's going to be rad. So now, now I just got to get that together.
2: You've you been know? playing more. After night one, you were talking about getting shot all the time. Is that still happening? Like, people griefing uh, I didn't. I didn't mess around too much in, in open like, world I up. wasn't doing the story mode on the online. Gotcha. So I was just jumping in the that, I didn't have anyone come and shoot me up. But yeah, the first night Every single goddamn person that passed me would just pull out their gun and shoot me And it was one of those things that like two minutes in I was super paranoid And I killed a bunch of random NPCs that were just walking towards me not trying to kill me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah and No, it's it's uh, it's the same issue you had when GTFI first first launched. They're gonna have to institute passive mode Yeah, uh, I imagine they're testing what happens like when you have passive mode off right now Mm -hmm. but I can't imagine they designed this without a switch they can flip on the end right Right. away to turn that on because that became one of the earliest things they had to introduce to GTA 5 to balance
2: real quick that being said when when someone kills you they'll show up on the map as a red blip yeah and then you can go and kill them. Yeah. And then if they kill you back, it starts this like weird back and forth thing. Rivalry blood thing? Yeah, yeah, rivalry, but there was blood feud. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they call it, it oh, that, but it's a rivalry. Damn. But yeah. they, they call it, it on, on you're listening. Well, No,
3: if you become a rival, you can interfere with other people's missions eventually. Like you yes. there, there's stuff built in where like your rival's trying to do That's something for, yeah. and then oh. lurch it. It's like you could screw their mission up. That, yeah. that actually happened for
2: me. Where they they were doing some delivery or something. And it notified me, like, hey, your rival's doing a delivery. And I went, I, went I, I fucked I'll him fuck up. this guy. I got him good. And you get the Listen reward here, if you screw it up. That's so, like, dope. you, yeah. That I like. didn't screw it up all the way, and they ended up making it, which made me really bummed. But yeah. then when they came out of, like, dropping it off, oh, man, I killed him real good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's awesome. great. do you think you're going to invest a lot more time in that?
1: I, w- I mean, I still need to get my feet under me on it, right? And I want to play more of it, and I want to jump in with everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm, I want to. I want to. I don't know how much I'll end up doing. You should
2: posse up tonight.
0: Okay. What's the word
3: on a? Oh like, wait, no, I gotta write the for the show. Release date and all that yeah, stuff. are no they're official like, word. Gonna, uh, I think they're gonna win it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they they learned their lesson last time around with that. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna declare this a stable product when it's stable and not before yeah,
0: yeah. So you i'm actually impressed that they got the the online even out this early mm-hmm. close
3: how close to release it is like, i think they wanted to get it out before christmas yeah. uh probably for two reasons again one traditionally they do a christmas drop online mm. uh and and two uh i, I think that they wanted to do it while people were still, still had the disks and the drives mm. and mm. the and the download queued up. You know, you got yeah. it in that top menu mm. and get it into that. That's going to bring a lot more people. It's in. still so
1: crazy. It's been a month. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it's like, it's been a month since Red Dead 2 came out. It's, yeah. It feels like it just happened, but it's not. There's been a lot of time and a lot of games and a lot of different things that have happened.
3: I, I don't really note the passage of time anymore. Right. I'm not sure how it works. Yeah. I, yep. I, you have to sleep to know when time happens. Sure. <laughs> what are you going to say, Kev?
2: Oh, I was just gonna ask, uh, do you guys know how the like tier system is working for people joining the beta?
3: What like the like how it's rolling out? Yeah. Started with Ultimate Edition and then, then it went it to was... people that played on launch day yeah. and then tomorrow it rolls out to everybody. Cool.
2: Yeah. That's gonna be like things the server's definitely gonna break tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Next up, I want to talk about Tetris Effect. Excellent. The reason we have you here,
2: buddy. You've been playing a lot in PSVR. Uh, no, I well, I haven't been playing in the VR. Why? Just because I have to set it up, and that's uh, a little bit more of a hassle wow. than I wanted. So, to. I
0: mean, here's a question to you. Uh-huh. I mean, I already have my answer, but have you well, have you played in VR already? I have played in VR. And so is, the VR is yeah. not good enough to be worth setting it up to do.
2: No, see that's not the answer at all. It is, and it's it's one of those things. I'm gonna set that boy up, and I'm gonna be there till like four in the morning. I know it. So that's one of the things that's slowing me down on not setting it up. Are God. you playing upstairs because your VR units downstairs? Yeah, that that's the problem. Yeah, okay. you want to be around Paul, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I read. Um, notes. and Tetris is one of those games that like you can play and not, you know, you you're watching a movie on the side and it's totally fine. God, I love Tetris. And this game is so good. Playing Have you with beaten headphones The marathon
1: on? and all that, Jess. Huh? Have you beaten like the what? I'm not
2: even kidding. No, so yeah, I think it's called story, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm doing the story right now. I was doing just the normal mode and making sure I was a starring everything. Yeah. And then I realized, oh shit, there's an expert mode, and I switched over to that like two days ago, and I'm trying to a star everything there, and I can't get past the first little block. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. Which is it's hard. Man. Insane, yeah. But like, I feel like I'm. Pretty good at Tetris, and to not get over the the this A star, I am having an issue that whenever I'm trying to go left and right, sometimes I click down. Ah, so I'm trying to figure out those fat who... fingers. Yeah, it's ex- gotcha. that's exactly right. Those fat fingers,
3: it's sausage-like <laughs> appendages. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. I right, slow down, Jared. All right? Yeah.
0: I have never understood being good at Tetris. I play Tetris. I am fine. I'm definitely not good at it. And it's like, but when people are like I'm the fucking best ever, I'm just like. I'm not All saying right. I'm the best. I didn't realize I people were were like that until I met like you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, you're a savant when it comes to this shit. Yeah. And I don't understand it.
2: Which is when you're playing with the like where it's instead of like dropping, it's immediately hitting the bottom and the way the play style you have to do is switch it over to the like the hold compartment it. you have, the hole. Yeah, like that I feel like that's a higher level of playing. What's uh, the strategy
0: I, I, though with the squiggles? Teaspoons? What do you mean the squiggles? The, the ones um. that are like, look like forks. Oh, the Zs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As, as what do you mean? S- what's the strategy? Like, where do you put them? It, say that's your first one coming down.
2: Oh, I usually stack it so the flat part, like, you know how there's a hole? This is, yeah. I, I stack them to the appropriate size.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't put, I don't. You go. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have, have it as a Z or an yeah, S. Yeah, I have it up vertical. on its side.
0: Oh. Are you constantly
3: building for a Tetris? Yes. That's how you're supposed to play yep. Tetris, right? Yeah, that's how you, that's how you get the points. Yeah, exactly. you're playing for points in, in modern Tetris. Mm-hmm. I'm not any good at Tetris either. I'm with you, Tim. I'm always just playing for lines. For me, it's more of a chill thing, which is another reason I enjoy this game, because yes, you can be super competitive, and yeah. go for, great, but it's also a great kind of zen experience. If you don't care about any of that, yeah. it's just as much fun. Yeah. And I, I, I like that as well. But you were talking about being good at it. I mean, I, you hang around the Japanese arcades where there's some of the old Tetris arcade machines still and watch... You ever watch any of the YouTube videos of people playing Invisible Tetris?
2: It's just Invisible Tetris? Yeah,
3: there's one of the arcade games. If you get far enough toward the credit sequence, the blocks turn invisible. And you've still got people racking up lines with invisible Tetris blocks. It's unreal.
0: That's insane. Yeah, watch this. You know what's bullshit? That there's no Tetris level in Smash Brothers.
3: Huh. Yeah, guess You have to license it from the Tetris company. But
0: the Tetris theme song... is in Smash Brothers. Okay, it was in the Luigi's Mansion. Man, stage. just jumping from Tetris in block Brawl. to Tetris block. But like, yeah,
3: imagine like wow, the level. That would then, be like, really cool. Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't it's, know it's anyway because really all you would do is play on the flat levels. That's fine with your items off. Hey, with the good music though, that's mm-hmm. what's all great right music. Well, you got the music already. I, I want you
0: to train me in Tetris at some point. Just
3: give me that bit, the I mean, basics course. Here's the thing about
1: Tetris Effect, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's just humbled me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, Tetris <laughs> Effect has humbled me because it, it was for the longest time that. You, the, like me and Colin had the Tetris rivalry and we would yeah. play and do the we have a whole bunch of let's plays up on kind of funny about it and it, even when we were at IGN I would play people in Tetris and stuff and I was like man now I'm, I'm really good at Tetris right mm. but then seeing like Justin from the PlayStation blog play yeah. and see what some people are putting up from Tetris effect and then like when I played on night one I was like I'm gonna be able just to crush through this and got I forget to what part and it was like stopped and I was like yeah. oh and then did it again it got stopped earlier I was like Oh, and then it's that thing of I haven't had a, a Tetris I've been all about in so long that I totally forgot that, like, Luminous is my game. Like, Luminous yeah. is... You've seen me play Luminous. Yes. Luminous, I stand by, like... Yeah, not, and now, of course, now some... Uh, every little bit of, yes, I know you're really good at Luminous as well. I'm not saying I'm the world's best Luminous player, but, like, Luminous is a one where I would you're be a, like, there,
3: there's, there's a There's a part of your brain that's just given over specifically to Luminous. Exactly, I, yeah, and, you're and so incredible. even
1: playing Tetris, it is, like awesome and i love it and i need to get back to tetris effect Mm -hmm. i I mean i've been playing playstation vr every day with beat saber so it's Ah. right there but i'm just so in love with beat saber that i'm not doubling back to it and then assassins and this and there's all these other games that are there i tetris is like Puyo Puyo tetris on the switch right is always there that's such a plain game when i'm like ah i'm done doing this But, but i want i don't want something too heavy i do want to have something on the screen i'll put that on and play that but even there it's just that thing of like oof man like i am I need to learn some pro strats and get right. a little bit better and further because eventually it starts speeding up you're like, ugh. I,
2: I think that there's something different about, uh, w- when I'm playing the Puyo Puyo Tetris I'm yeah. just on the Tetris mode, Yeah. I like, there's, a, what, for whatever reason, there's a 150 line, like, cap, so when you get to 150 lines, it resets, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to the point where I can do that in, like, 13 minutes or something, mm-hmm. and it's going incredibly fast, but whenever I'm playing Tetris Effect... I can't get that same groove. Yeah. I might it might be because how good are are you I'm sorry, you can finish your. I was I think one of the issues is for whatever reason, the button mashing and accidentally hitting down, because that fucks me all the time. But another thing is in every level, the gear like the the titrinos, is that what they're called? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're different. Like they're made of different pieces. Yeah. And a couple Mm -hmm. of them really suck. Okay. Where it's like I I don't, something about being able to distinguish the shapes, clearly. No, totally. In Luminous, yeah. that happens
1: to me, too. There, yeah. There's a couple of different skins that pop up, and I'm like, oof, I start yeah. failing because it's not. Uh, they're yeah. a little bit different. you, you like, got to no recalculate. Thing. Are you using zone efficiently in Tetris Effect? Ah. Because um, that was the other thing of like when I was playing, it was zone. like... Zone. Uh, dude, I,
2: I felt like I was on regular, where I was getting 10 and 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. a fair amount. Yeah. But now that I've gone over to the expert, I'm not. So well, I, t- yeah. zone
1: and Tetris, Tetris effect, one of the things they introduce is zone, which is a little meter over on your left that's filling in. It's really and cool. Basically what happens is when you do it, the lines you, the Tetrises you get, or the lines you the lines you get, hopefully Tetrises, they don't go away. They just move to the bottom and bring more stuff up. So the idea is that you do it, and then rather than have to worry about setting up the Tetris, you're building up more and more lines. that You're making one line, one line, one line. Yeah. It allows you
3: to surpass right. the four block limit of the Got Tetris. Like and then like you're that. supposed to knock it out. But like
1: it was... I I don't know what it was. At E3, when I played it, it made sense, and I did really well and completed the demo, and they were all like, oh, man, you know, again, Justin from PlayStation Blog, he kicked the crap out of your score, but you're one of the few other people who have finished it. I'm like, yeah, I'm still great at Tetris. And then at home, I've done it. like I only played, like, maybe opening night and a little bit the second. It was just like... Ooh, I just cannot
2: figure it out. So,
3: how how hard is it for you guys to pull out like something? Like a, I, I'm terrible again, like a perfectress, which I've never managed. Can have you done? What's one a perfectress? That perfectress is in Tetris Effect when you use Zone to build to the top of the screen in a single Zone and clear the board with like 19 lines. Mm. And it flashes perfectress and, and blows it up. Yeah, I yeah. haven't done that yet. Yeah, no. there's videos of it online.
1: I've it's gotten
2: like two thirds of the I think screen Justin's cleared it Put out. it up and you go see. Yeah.
1: It. Yeah, I, I, mean, I want to be
3: Justin when I grow
1: up when it comes to Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> one, uh, I think Beat Saber too. He seems like it's he's so amazing much
2: fucking fun.
3: What yeah. do you think oh, yeah. of the yeah. door opening with this? Now that now that we've set the the creative res loose on on Luminous's other creation, and now Tetris, and you talk about something like Poyo Poyo Tetris. Will we see a Luminous versus Tetris VR? Is that going to happen? That's a great question.
2: See, I'm only going to play one side of that. That'd be a great so. way to get <laughs> Luminous
3: to more people.
1: That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Is like I think Luminous... I, I, I like Luminous. I think they're both great games. I, I like Luminous more than I like Tetris thing. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but it would just be that idea that yeah, if you p- bundle it up with that, same with how that got Poyo, Poy-o, Poy-o to way more people. Now granted, I played one of them and then I was like, oh, I'll just only play Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> I,
3: like I love Pollo Play. I think Pollo Play is great. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't think I've ever played Luminous, which is crazy. Yeah, dude. dude. Uh, Luminous is good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We gotta get John Drake on the phone. I Shake want your Amplitude VR. No, Ooh, dude. What do you mean? No. I hate
2: amplitude. It'd be I'm so, so bad
0: at
1: it. Why, wait, why, Thumper is pretty much that, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. It's not amplitude. But though. have you sure. played Thumper? Yeah,
1: uh, I beat them in VR. Yeah. I played it in VR. I
2: beat it
0: on Switch. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I enjoyed the hell out of Thumper, and I'm not a rhythm person. Mm-hmm. But something about that game really grabbed me. It's, it's a really well designed game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, think tonight I'm gonna go home and set up and play Touchless Effect in VR, and then some more Red Dead Online. Hell yeah! I'm really excited. I'll try to crank life. out the
1: scripts fast and join you. Let me cool. know. Well, thanks,
2: Kevin. No problem. I'm now, gonna go.
0: We're gonna talk about Beat Saber.
2: Ooh. Kevin, don't go anywhere. Oh man, so good. I'm not <laughs> playing it on the VR though. Oh yeah. No. Oh, you played it on Oculus, right? On Oculus Rift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm playing on PlayStation VR. Honestly, I know that it doesn't qualify, but it might be my game of the year.
1: How does it not qualify? I
2: I mean. Is this here? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Even oh. the
1: Oculus version was really. This here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude.
2: Guys, might be my game of the year. I'd be and I ad- played Assassin's Creed. Great game. Put yeah. over 100 hours. If I do this right, I'm going to put over 100 hours on Beat Saber. And it n- just with those 10 levels right. that come with it. Yeah. Cuz yeah. it's it's I am all about it trying to perfect it, mm-hmm. and I'm so bad at rhythm games.
0: I love that you're into this, man.
2: Uh, I am un- like when I played for 20 minutes here, I was drenched in sweat. The room was humid. Stinky. Yeah. No, it wasn't stinky. Okay. It human. wasn't stinky, it was, just human. Can, can, it was human.
3: Can you articulate what it is about it that makes it a game of the year contender for you?
2: Uh, it's just a game that when I start playing, I don't wanna put down, regardless of how physically exhausted I am, and I get physically exhausted. Yeah. Cause some of the levels, you've got the giant blocks coming over you, yeah. and I'm doing full on squats to the ground that I didn't know I was capable of, but in the heat of the moment, the body does what it needs to. You that, know what I mean? I mean gets?
1: So many people joked around about it with Tetris, Effect. and I mean, even when I played E three and loved it. But like for me, Beat Saber is a religious experience of video games. Because hmm. it, it, it I, you, I, I, play lots of games, and you know, you get beat by a boss, and you know, I mean, you know, maybe you mutter, right? Beat Saber again, the physicality of it and what you're doing, totally every time. Days later now, and I'm playing. I'm my. I, you know, I was joking around about it, but i am trying to of making it like my at least wake up workout regimen, not like yeah. workout, but like, you know, get my body moving because the story a goes, big, that's a what, workout. when I got it on uh, last Monday, it was the Monday we had come back from L.A. for Survivor Series. So i had been up at 4 a.m. Jen had gone to Montreal. I got back home at eight o'clock, installed it, and I played it. And it was that I finished it. And when I was too tired because your arms get tired after you yeah. know, like an hour and a half, I put it down and it was like, man, I have so much energy. Like, that just that took me from being so tired to being fun. I'm like, I need to start doing this every morning. And so this week, you know, being back again in, uh, in town or whatever, I've been doing it every morning for between 30 minutes to an hour. Hmm. And uh, depending on how much time I have and what day it is. And it's doing that same thing of yeah, it's waking me up and I'm ready to go oh, and I'm out there and, and I'm swe- I'm sweaty as hell because it is that thing of I'm dropping low, I'm doing it. But on top of that, it's got the rhythm game mechanics of yeah, like when I go and I like you know when they're little bastards and the song's been normal the whole time and then at the very end they switch like it's I'm it, it's a blue move and then I go for a red but it's another blue and I hit I'm like God oh, damn God. it! I'm, I'm like God damn it! And it's like I'm still vocalizing all that and I I think it is the physicality and the movement and being so into it. But I'm so into it and it is. What VR is supposed to be of, I'm totally lost in that world. And then like, I'll pop it off. I'm like, oh yeah, Jennifer Tiller here. Hey, sorry. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't be yelling. Lucy's sleeping. Like I'm out there like an idiot screaming. What what
0: makes Speed Saber very special to me is that it accomplishes its promise in a way that I think very few video games have of its goal is to make you feel fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And it never ceases to do that. You always feel like you're in control. You always know exactly what you're doing. The gameplay is so simple that, and I want to test this. I want to, like, Gia's never done VR. I just want to put it on her and just sure. see yeah. how she does. Because I bet it would be one of those things of, like, she'd fail the first time, do one more, do the third time, and totally be in. So this is going to be her gateway to VR. You and it, I just think that it's, like, it's just such a damn cool, It it's simple enough. But it adds just enough mechanics to make it complicated, and it's a beautiful arcade-style game where you mm-hmm. want to best your score. Exactly, right? you that's the biggest thing about it, it. Right?
1: Is I'm not the high score chaser. I'm not that thing. Blah blah blah. When I, you know, I'm, I'm working my way through in this workout or whatever. I'm working my way through story mode. But then they ha- you know, they introduced at one point. I think up in like, the, I don't know, number twelve or the twelfth tier or whatever. Of like, now it's about. There's like they're giving you different challenges, right? Because they yeah. only have so many songs. So it's like this one was like. Is uh, minimal hand movement as possible. I was like, "Oof, that's not what I want right now in terms of waking up." So I jumped out, just went into free play, which uh, normal of a free play of like whatever. Like that's not really for me. What's the uh-huh. goal? What's pushing me? Instead of so jump in there and go, and then I'm like, "Okay, cool. Wow, I almost did that all the way through. I'm gonna I'm gonna crank it up. Or I almost did that without a flaw. I'm gonna do crank it up yeah. to hard and do that. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, damn. I click over and I'm like." Gifted Dim has a little bit more than me in points. I'm like, how do they do that? If I only miss one, and then it's like, oh right, the modifiers. And I click over to the modifiers, and like, you can if you make it easier, it you know subtracts uh, multiplier. If you make it harder, it gives you more. So I'm doing that, and then I'm doing. It's like there was one morning for like 43 minutes that I played the same song over and over and over and over again because the first one, of course, I missed like one. I am like, fuck, put yeah. it on yeah. no fail mode. Did it and then I'm failing left. And then it's like getting in your head, but it's still like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to perfect this. And it's on hard. I and love that. this.
0: because that reminds me of the zeitgeist of Guitar Hero where, I mean, mm-hmm. I loved DDR back in the day so See, that's gosh. what it reminds me so much yeah. of is DDR. But, yeah. but my thing with Guitar Hero is it's that score challenge. It's the, yeah. it's the social side of it where it's just like you are looking at other people's scores and yeah. you're like, I want to beat you. I want to be yeah. better than that. And that's why I like is always like, in arcade. You're against the person you're with. This is more of like a, I have a goal that I'm constantly trying to do better. And that's why I love Amplitude so much because for me, it was me and Andrea back and forth with our scores and like, when I boot it up, I can see where she's at and I'm like, how the fuck did she do that? And it makes you like keep playing, like going on different tracks until you're like, ah, I fucking get it and just go. I just love it man. No,
3: it's amplitude guitar hero geo wars it's that arcade experience and there, that uh, we forget that's what brought people into games originally sure. was looking at that high score bar in in the local arcade walking in and being like I don't even know who this person is I see their three initials it's invariably ass you know and 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 that's who's or sex ass or sex is better than mm-hmm. I am And I've got to beat Aster Sex and yeah, I'm gonna try it. I mean and and it was that thing of you know, know, I got it, got to play a little bit and
1: then went to Thanksgiving and it was going to my cousin's house and I was like it was that thing of like if you have a PlayStation four, yeah, it's not gonna take much to push me out right now to go get in a car and go buy this and bring it back for everybody to play it. Yeah, two hundred dollars too. Yeah. I, I was this close. To you should have done on, I
0: mean, is it still doing it right now?
1: I forget what the deal is now Do oh, it Tim yeah. Do get, it live You get the Beat Saber really uh, Do, uh, do it, you coward uh, Borderlands bundle uh, mm. In a couple weeks Egg
3: him on What's uh, up Come on? I'm not doing we it We right did the Gary
1: Widow Yeah And it's a game I, When I'm not playing I think about it Like when I'm in it, it Time melts by I'm having so much fun I want you know, to it, it's, it's interesting that Tetris came out and everybody's like, oh man, like, you know, what, I mean? what a great PlayStation VR game. And then Beat Saber came out and I'm like, I like this more, and it's that thing that's yeah. been pulling me away from Tetris, but there's so many yeah. great reasons to put on the headset. Now. I think and if
2: I have to choose yeah. between one, I definitely like Beat Saber more. Yeah. It's uh what what Tim is saying is totally accurate about it like achieves its promise. Yeah. I just think its promise is incredibly ambitious. Yeah. Like I I've never been into beat games. Like, you know, games that rhythm games, thank you. Uh, and this is just like, I'm so in love with this game. And
1: for mm-hmm. me, it's always, I've had that ceiling to rhythm games mm-hmm. where I loved rock band and guitar hero, but like, I was never going to be able to play an expert. Like, it's just impossible. I couldn't yeah. do that. And so, and, and DDR is fun enough, but it's not what I want to do. Yeah. Right. Playing beat saber. You know, I feel like the story mode on normal, I'm crushing it, but then they start adding multiplayer or, uh, yeah. you know, just things. I'm like, all right, great. That's awesome. But then to go in and, you know, crank it up to hard and be like, all right, I did pretty well there. Crank it up to expert, get my teeth kicked in. But have that moment of, like, I can do this, though. Yep. You know what I mean? And, like, there's moments in Beat Saber Hard where I'm going and it's, like, it seems like gibberish at first. And then you're, like, oh, it's because this, this I'm doing this, like, three different things with one hand. And then this one's just getting that, right? Well, like, that's, that's
0: the thing about brilliant rhythm game design is yeah. that the the um, – I'm totally design on what it's called. The, the highway. Note, the note chart. The note chart. Yeah. Um is designed in a way that is for movement if that makes sense. Like back in a DDR, this thing called, there's like techniques you learn, like galloping, where it's like when you look at it, it's like this. How the fuck am I supposed to move my legs that way? And then you realize it's like, oh, it's designed where you're supposed to do this like yeah. bounce thing. And once you learn the bounce, that's the easiest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. And guitar has a similar thing where it's like. There's certain patterns they'll never do because it's just too hard to hit with your fingers.
3: Yeah, and with Beat Saber, they're teaching you
0: yeah. to, to recognize patterns. It's, and like, like, and it's like it's like
3: playing the Witness really, really fast. I mean, yeah. you suddenly <laughs> you just you do it enough, and suddenly you speak the language. Yeah, exactly. yeah you're like, like oh wait. Oh, okay. okay. And that's
1: the thing is like it's all natural too. Of I talked to you about it. I think on the uh, Amazon stream in terms of that. As it's going, for the most part, if I'm going to swing up with my, you know, blue, the next blue is usually going to be down, mm-hmm. right? Like they're 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 doing it, and once you start getting the muscle memory of it, you know to leave your hand in a certain position unless it's a hard reset to come back to it. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's really crazy. Um, I I feel like the going back to the fulfilling its promise. I think that in addition to it being a great rhythm game and all that, and it being simple and arcade style and all that. This is the best Star Wars game we ever got. And it, it's like, <laughs> where, oh my god, that's true. Where it's like they they really simplified and boiled it down to like what what should a late lights, lightsaber game yeah. be? Yeah. And you know we've never got that on the the Wii with motion controls or with Kinect. Yeah, or yeah, we never got that. our
3: motion lightsaber game we
0: wanted. And this is essentially it's just like drone challenges yep. of like St- stand there out. and let yeah yeah cut everything in things half. Things are coming at you and it's like they did it. They fucking did it and it works. Like that's. Yeah. The coolest thing they've had. I
3: agree.
2: Every time the song ends, I like touching my blades together. Oh yeah, sparks. It's when I, those, fuck, like, when oh. I lose,
1: I'm like, damn. Tsh,
2: tsh. Like, <laughs> like I do it every time. It's I'll, great. I'll, <laughs> look, so cool. Look down I to see your game. feet. Look down rad. to
1: like <clears> the score. <throat> carve it up or whatever. Man, yeah.
2: now I'm stoked to go play it.
1: Yeah, me too. And that's the thing is like I, I enjoy so much that like I'll finish doing in the morning and go climb the shower and then it's like, uh, Echo, you know, play Beat Saber soundtrack and it's just like, well, it's gone. It's fucking there awesome. you go. Uh,
2: one last thing, I feel like I've always wanted to. Get a rhythm game that I like so that I could kind of get a better sense of rhythm mm-hmm. and I was playing the third like song and it's got this part where you're going up and down with your left hand uh-huh. and it was there was a moment of like oh there's the beat yeah. <laughs> I was <hitting> it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a game what a game that's so funny thank you Kevin um, Greg, real quick, I just want to talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Sure. You platinumed it.
1: Platinum to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, everybody. Was 85 like? hours. It was Platinum great. number what? 80. This is number, number eight. 80. Number 80 on the nose. Yeah, now I'm gonna go get a bunch of I'm gonna, I worked really hard on this one, so I'm gonna go binge a bunch of garbage ones. Do you have a plan for 100? No, God, no. Do like, you have know a plan for 200? God,
0: no. Okay, there we go. Jesus, <laughs> never.
1: Uh, the episode. Uh no, not at all. Uh, I mean when we get closer, maybe, but even then it's like ugh, such a, you know, like what am I gonna do? I'm gonna I'm a Samuel to Plat- platinum metal gear again? Not a chance. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean? Gotcha, I'm not gotcha. I'm never gonna get anything. Uh it was awesome. It's great, and it's it's, you know, still my number two for game of the year. Um uh, I can't wait to play more of it. I think it's still So remarkable what they're doing in that game for free, even if you want to take out next week, you know, the DLC drops for uh, episode one of the main DLC stuff for season pass. But the way that even coming back from I've talked about in the show, I think, or many of our shows, but, you know, the major update they gave in November that, of course, let me take the stats of one piece of gear, but the look of another. Uh, I you know, it's basically me playing now and it's like fashion show where I'm just like oh, I want it. and I'm like going there tinkering and then there's like subsets to change the colors on stuff. So That's I'm like, great. What a yeah. great feature. It's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Last night or early this morning, depending on where you live, right, they put in another free patch that adds that uh master ability stuff. So you have you you know, I I you level fifty was the uh, level cap. the same thing with the uh, ability to change the clothes they upped it to 70 uh on top so you're still gaining all these ability points but like at this point you're so vested in what you're using why would you you know what you're you know buttons are there so all these ability points are building up which you can now take and apply to this master ability thing which will give you more fire damage more what you know i mean like you go in and make the character even more custom making it even better of an rpg uh platinum it though it was awesome you know i was talking about it today on games daily somebody was like oh and like you talk so much. You don't shut up about Odyssey, but you're still <laughs> saying God of War is your game of the year. Why and the differences? I think it, there's so much to do in Odyssey that yeah, like I was saying, like oh, I gotta okay, I gotta tr- fast travel over there, get on the horse, ride over there. I didn't hate that at any point, but it was that like there, it was grindy of what I was doing. It was grindy to walk, you know, be yeah. pouring over the map, but. Everything was at my fingertips. There wasn't one of those trophies that I was like, oh, God, how the fuck am I going to do this and then doing it and not, you know, failing or something like that. Yeah. It was all there. There was no glitches. It all ran the way I want to, and I think the most important thing about it is traditionally I am not a, I've platinum the game. Oh, and they've put more trophies in. I'm going to go chase that, right? Like, I'm so all in for even the non trophies parts of this. Like, this is obviously, I'm going to go in and get, knock out the few DLC trophies there are right now already because they've already started putting that stuff in. But next week, run through and do that stuff. I, this is a game I want to keep the 100% at, or wow. I guess get back to 100 or get to 100% on rather than like ignore it. Like, Spider Man, somebody hit me up is was like, oh man, like, are you going to go get every new trophy? Plus
0: and, all that? and I'm like, God, nope. yeah,
1: no, I'm not. I'd, I'd love to have time and all this stuff to go do New Game Plus Plus on the hardest difficulty and all that. I'm not. And it doesn't bother me that I didn't. I have the Platinum, that's good enough. Whereas this one, I want to keep going. In. And it's. Another one of those goofy, lame, like, I just want to, it's my tip of the hat to that game. That yeah. game is so fucking good that I will follow it to the ends of the earth and whatever <laughs> whatever they want to put in there and do, I'm going to be down to go play and do because it, it hung in the entire time. It was awesome the entire time and 85 hours in, I'm still taking side quests and not skipping the dialog right. like, you're an interesting character. Man, what, do you, yeah, what do you have to say? All right, lot. cool. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I'm still right fucking there. everybody. Yeah. Every hell yeah. You know what, dude. what I mean? Got this nice white and gold outfit I'm rocking right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Hell yeah. So many babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared. Yeah. You wanted to talk about Pokemon
3: Let's Go. I oh. did, just briefly, because I Pikachu yeah. or Evie? Uh Pikachu. My okay. friend. Pikachu. Okay. Lightning okay. rat. Lightning rat for me. Yeah. Uh so I am a man of my word mm-hmm. and a man of the people. You are a man of these, are all, these are all true. Okay. So and and I had to show my fidelity to being a man of the people because it it has Last week on the show, I was talking about how I'd never gotten into Pokemon. Y'all mm-hmm. were talking talking up the talking up the Eevee, talking up the Pikachu, talking up the Pokemans. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I really ought to give this a try. Greg Miller, can you get me a code? If you can get me a code, I'll try it. And Greg Miller said, I can get you a code. Then about 10 minutes later, under the podcast, got it. You got a text said, back saying, no, I can't, no, I can't, I can't, can't no, get, no, get you a code. But I'm a man of the people, so I dropped the money anyway. Because, nice. you know, because that's what the people have to do. As sure. did many, many other people. people. As did many other people. Well, and I'm a man of the people. Exactly. America. A lot of them. But I'm also a man of my word. It's been a busy week. But I had to go in there and try this out. So this is my first foray foray really back into Pokemon in a very long time. I've never gotten into the series. And after just a little time with this game, my initial assessment is Pokemon is fucked up. (laughs) It is. Pokemon is strange. It really is. I appear and there's this old man, and he's like, hey, some." he just says to me overtly, one of the first things in the game, some people are nice to Pokemon, and others make them fight. I was like, well, just you be you then. You be overt about that. That mm-hmm. sounds good. And then I go out, and I enslave this sentient being mm-hmm. that it I need. It loves meet. it. It loves it. It's like, it's like I will throw a ball, hit you in the head, capture you, take your, then you sniff my hand and follow me around, and then I wander around in fields beating up animals and kidnapping them. Yeah. And keeping them in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I, the game is interesting and I like it. It's simple, just as you described. Uh, but I can definitely see the loop of, hey, I got to get every... I, whether or not... Got to catch them all. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think if I can fill that Pokedex, that'll be fine. I could not give two hoots about the story. Uh, I named myself Pokemon. I named my rival Pokemon. And I'm naming all my Pokemon that I can name Pokemon. And that makes the dialogue a lot of fun um let me, let hey, me tell pokemon, you a it's
1: lot. me pokemon exactly let me there's show you my pokemon, going, pokemon. It, there's
3: a lot of that going on and wow. that's been that's made the story more amusing i guess uh, yeah. i really just could not care less the music how, how far are you how many badges oh, do you gosh, have? gosh no i am question. nowhere i i am i am so early on Tim. did you get a uh, badge i don't even have a badge yet. okay yeah okay, cool yeah i i mean i'm probably an hour in yeah um, okay yeah, so mm, real, story there, there. huh? That's all bullshit. Yeah, whatever. There's that, nothing. There's going to be, right? Does it get better? Yeah. yeah might better story find the Pokemon League. Totally, it absolutely gets better. All right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's right.
0: like the thing with, with Pokemon dumbed down, it's like there's the main quest, which is get the eight badges, yeah, get the and badges, then face the elite four. Nah. But there's side stories that go on that are the more interesting. Are quests, they going to interest like, me? Are they going to pull me in? I mean, they're, they're cool. All right. Like there's a, there's a whole evil organization that's like. Doing enslaving Pokemon, making them do bad things. You I'm an evil them. organization that's enslaving no, Pokemon. You're enslaving them
3: for good you're
1: things. You're They're doing, doing, doing bad things. things. I make them
0: fight each other. I saw a Polygon article uh, this week that was really funny and so accurate where it's just like the world of Pokemon is so interesting because it is just the world of Pokemon. There's not a single person that talks that isn't talking about yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's fucking either a daycare person for Pokemon or like they you shop their, to, sell to, sell to sell you, things to that help Pokemon, Pokemon, you get Pokemon stuff. It's like yeah. it's
1: just Pokemon hospitals, Pokemon. This is it possible? Hold on, fuck you. There's the bike guy selling you bikes. That yeah. is that is true. There you go, Greg Miller. That means. is
3: that is true. Tim, is this a to serve man situation? Have you ever seen Twilight Zone to Serve Man classic episode?
2: <laughs> aliens, I don't
3: remember this one. No. Aliens come to Earth mm-hmm. and they bring with them fantastic technology that makes human lives so much better. They bring peace to the planet Earth. They put force fields up between the nations that prevent wars. Mm-hmm. They serve and help and share their technology and they take humans to trips to their home world, trips that are so marvelous to this utopian paradise that many choose never to come back. And they brought their, their sort of Bible, which is called To Serve Man, which is their purpose. And one of the guys finally decides to take the trip to the alien homeworld. And he's on the spaceship, but he's been working on translating it. And he finds out that To Serve Man is a cookbook um, uh-huh. uh, on how to prepare people. I like that. And they're all being okay. fattened up. Is, are the Pokemon, in fact, the masters? In this world that's obsessed with Pokemon, I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, my thesis the Pokemon are the true masters and we are their slaves. Wait till you get to Gen 5, Jared Petty. Things get real crazy. All right, there we go. There we <laughs> Wait are. Wait
0: till we meet the god of Pokemon. Arky oh so my shame. goodness, okay.
3: Shit gets crazy. Right, but yeah, it, okay, so all this, all this crap aside, I'm an hour into this little game and I think it's fun. I like that I'm walking across green fields and cute little animals come up to me and there's happy music playing and I throw balls at them. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Do you think you're going to keep playing through? Yes, I will. Really? Yeah, I'm going to keep I playing I want this you game. to beat
0: this game, and I'm interested to see what you have to say. I'm going to keep playing this game. Yeah. yeah but I'm very early on. I, I, been... I finally beat it. And it, you know, the first gen of Pokemon is the first gen. There's a lot of issues pacing wise and like yeah. just weird
3: issues. But at the end of it, I'm like, you know what? That was a nice little genre. I enjoyed into my memory. myself. You know what I mean? I'm having a good time yeah. with it. I, I've been dividing my, you know, mostly it's been Red f- Dead for the show and mm-hmm. other work I've had to do. But dividing my handheld time between that and I've actually. Gotten ridiculously into WarioWare Gold on the huh. 3DS. Yeah, you were talking about that last week. That game's so good. Hmm. That game's so good. Really? It's we donkey. You, you were talking about game of the year type stuff. Like that is a contender. That's so weird. It's man. really great. I it's never this, got into the WarioWare games. Yeah, it's it's I it seem super up my alley. I think too. it's the best WarioWare game. Really? And there's a lot, and there's several good ones. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's a whole other can of worms. But yeah, I like the Pokemans, and I'm speaking mostly from ignorance. Like, I you know, love hour it. Hey, into That's the game, great. So awesome. He
0: also chose Pikachu,
3: so you were wrong from the start. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: this episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Movement. Let me tell you about movement. Oh, yeah. Movement watches. You're familiar with movement watches, they got movement sunglasses. Cool, Greg, are you wearing yours right now? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. It's on, my desk. It's on his desk. Okay, he has the, the rose gold one though. You get, the, you get compliments on that? Yeah, but I give myself a lot more compliments I get on that? Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. It's worth bragging about. Ladies and gentlemen, movement watches, they never go out of style. They're so much classic style quality construction styled minimalism movement did all the hard work this holiday season so you wouldn't have to and they made awesome gift boxes and packages these make great presents i've gifted gia uh sunglasses many times she loves them wears them from all different occasions uh was she trying to look trendy and cool on the streets or what's up she She doesn't wear them inside she has a hard no sunglasses inside policy kevin coelha wears his inside because he's Kevin Coelho, and he doesn't really have <laughs> rules. If you need help giving the perfect gift this season but don't know where to start, the guy's over at Movement Watches got your back. They've curated all their favorite styles into special gift boxes for you so you can absolutely crush the holiday season without the added stress. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash kinda movement's launching new styles on their site all the time check out the latest at mvmt.com slash kinda that's mvmt.com slash kinda join the movement this episode is also brought to you by stamps.com these days you can get practically everything on demand just like our podcast you can listen anytime you want when it's convenient to you but guess what you know what you can also do on demand get postage Joey's been doing this all the time. We ship out so much stuff here at Kind of Funny, and Stamps.com has helped out so much. It's so simple just being able to to go sign up, get the things that we need, and not have to deal with going anywhere. You know what I mean? With Stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. You can buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. It's all available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just click print, mail, and you're done. Cool, Greg? Does that make you happy? You have to ship a lot of stuff. This last week's the first time we put it into effect. It's been so easy. Like there you half go. Half of it was just done. huh? Half of it just seemed like it was just done. There you go. That's the best recommendation Rant. you can get. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. You can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Um, right now, you can use GameCast Gamescast for this special offer of a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Gamescast. That's stamps.com and enter Gamescast. Get your stamps.
1: Get your stamps. Put them over there. Where them stamps go?
0: They went on a postage. I want to ask you guys a question. Yes, sir. Uh, this week there's been a lot going on. This game Fallout 76 comes out. Yeah. All right. We've seen. uh, that has been out before?
1: What's up? Oh, this week. Okay. Yeah, I was making sure you understood that it didn't come out this week, but I understand where you're going with the statement. Yeah. And this
0: week, there's been a lot of, like, the game came out, people overall didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Some people liked it more than others, mm-hmm. but overall, left a bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah. And it continues to do that. Over this last week, we've seen more and more headlines kind of talking about all the mistakes that Bethesda made with this game, whether it's... Uh, just the game simply not working correctly, all the way down to uh, the $200 pre-order bonus for the collector's edition. The collector's edition, yeah, um, the $200 collector's edition. Um, with a promised canvas bag uh-huh. is actually a nylon bag, which right. is a lot cheaper in quality. Uh-huh. And um, their answer to make those people happy was to give them a $5 in-game credit. 500 atoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave so, you so, yeah, some succulents. They gave you some in-game stuff that's worth $5 in real life, but that's mm-hmm. not good. No. Yeah. So I ask you guys, what does Bethesda? What should Bethesda do mm. to get out of this situation, to fix this situation tif- as best as possible?
3: Ah, uh, wow. I, I mean, <laughs> that's hard. Once you've, once you've broken trust on something, and that's the perception that some people have in this situation. I think, particularly around the bag thing, uh, what you have to do, I think, is, is be very transparent about it. Now, it's it's hard for a corporate entity. To depict transparency, Uh, that's a difficult thing because a corporation is not a person. It's an assemblage of people, not all of whom had the same opinions on what should happen or how it should happen. But you need to have your decision makers in your company come together and reach a very congruent statement that doesn't sound like PR speak, uh, that is concise, direct, and outlines what the plan for change will be and when that plan will take place as accurately as possible. So I think what you do first is you make the bag thing right with an actual reimbursement of some kind uh, and take the hit. You, you take the loss, you, you take whatever it'll cost to make this right outside of the game and you solve that PR slash customer trust issue problem right there. Then when it comes to Fallout 76, you come forward and say, we're proud of the work we did, but it's obvious there are issues with this game based on public response. So we're going to address this, 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 and this in game, and we're going to try to have that done by, well, we'll let you know. Because I think promising a date, if it's not possible to promise a date, might be problematic. Internally, you're gonna to need to restructure and retool your DLC plans so that you were addressing not what your pet project on this was before, but what people were actually asking for right now to make it an enjoyable experience A retool around that. If internally you are not capable of doing that, if you don't have the infrastructure and the plan in place to make that kind of change work, then I think you come out and say, mm? and you drop it like a hot cake and move on to the next thing. Do you think that's a possibility? Can they
0: pull the plug on Fallout 76?
3: I think that they can let it do what Nintendo does when something doesn't work and let it die a quiet death very quickly. Um, something somebody pointed out to me once about, uh, you remember the Virtual Boy? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Virtual Boy was abandoned by Nintendo in roughly six months. From the time it was launched to the time they stopped making games for it, about six months. Mm. They're just like, whoop, this ain't going to fly. And they just dropped it. And Nintendo's done that with several things. Just like, oh, that didn't work out. Gone. We already made our money. Gone. Moving on to the next thing. Investing in what works. I don't know their books. Uh, I don't know their internal culture. And it's easy for me sitting at that this desk to say that. But I can tell you this trying to massage your way through audience expectations always skirts perilously close when you're just trying to make it work so that what you want to do or what's expedient for you as a company is not necessarily what's good for your audience or what they want. You come perilously close to the cliff of holding your audience in contempt. And the moment as an entertainment company that you begin to hold your audience in contempt you have lost the ability to make an effective toy and they will recognize it. Because ultimately, video game companies are toy makers. They are there to serve fun and fantasy. And when you're trying to bridge that gap, you're doing neither and people can see right through it. Hmm. Those are my thoughts. The,
0: the people that are upset with Fallout 76,
3: of which there are many, uh, do you think
0: that there is enough of them that will not support the next Bethesda game for it to matter one way or another?
1: You're just way too far down the line. You're way too far in the line. Is it that what we're at is the that decision and that that choice hap- is based on what happens next? Hmm. That's the problem we're at right now, right? Like, so I don't. I, I agree with a lot of what Jared said, right? If I'm suddenly granted, if we don't want to do this anymore, Greg, you're in charge of Bethesda. Oh shit, okay. Oh shit. My first, rea- like, let's get on this nylon bag thing, right? Like, yeah. what for me? What I think Bethesda needs to do is what we've always compliment them on is be the company of the people again and have Pete or whoever you want to with the developers whatever talk put do a live stream that is a no bullshit we're Bethesda. Yeah. We have nothing. We don't have to worry about it, right? Like they, they, they get to curse on the stage and do all these different things and talk to their directly their fan base, right? do you, you saw the apology they put up on Reddit and all that mm-hmm. stuff? The way they said, right, we didn't want you. We didn't want you to think the silence meant nothing. Meant nothing was happening. We're sorry. and Understand this was not the right approach, and we'll work to build a better bridge between you and the dev team at BGS. Right? There was more to it. There was another statement too on a blog, but they need to double down on that, and they need to be like, guess what? It's. I mean, it. I know that this is it sounds like shit. It's what we've done. It kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. But like. I think, I think in terms of us being an entertainment company and them being a video game company, it's very similar in terms yeah. of, especially even the attitude, right? It should just be, hey, everybody, Fallout 76 Town Hall on Monday, 10 a.m., come be a part of it, and it is Pete, it is the developer, it is a host, it is whoever you want it to be, being there, and just like, literally, no script or anything, and just being like, let's talk so what the fuck is going on like let's get everybody on the same page and let's commit to doing these kind of stuff these kind of things a lot you know what i mean i don't know if they need to be weekly but probably weekly at least in the beginning as we go and go and peel back of like Mm -hmm. where the game get off track what is the next big fix because i feel like if you were talking to the community and having an open conversation and not letting headlines and reddit threads and twitter do the work It'd be a different story, right? Of mm-hmm. literally on that first thread, I start, I'm like, "All right, let's get, let's get a, all right, what happened? To the, where are we at with the game? Blah, blah blah. Great. Next point of business: this fucking nylon bag bullshit. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. And because I've seen the, there's like, well, the material's hard to get, and this changed my. Why didn't anybody tell anybody? Why did they not think that was something yes. to tell them? Okay, you didn't tell them. Who thought 500 atoms was a good idea? And be like, well, like what we were talking? I was talking on Games Daily, right? I would be like, "All right, cool. Instead, what we're going to do is give everybody who did that." Uh, it's five. I'm gonna give you fifty dollars of in-game cash, mm-hmm. right? Because again, this is just in-game cash. It's just it, I'm not cutting it out of anybody I'm actually for a lot of people probably encouraging them to turn the game fucking back on mm-hmm. I bet a lot of people turn it off and like I don't want to play this anymore walked away right here's $50 go buy an outfit or two go do this blah 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 it, it also do in, uh, while we're talking about what's broken with the game in general too so there's some kind of reward pack I'm giving you if you've turned it on in the first since that day to this day right yeah. you're gonna get whatever it is I don't you know a whole bunch of aluminum a whole bunch of scraps a whole bunch of different stuff that you would need in the game right there's a bunch of in game stuff like that to get people back into it to hopefully find that the patches that already put out have made yeah. things more stable have already done things but then it does need to be cool our trust or I'm sorry your trust in us as Bethesda is what matters the most to us we understand that for many of you we violated that the bag thing wasn't on purpose and, I, and again yeah. I'm just I'm, I assume <laughs> wasn't on purpose we weren't trying to pull the wool over guys this changed and in whatever's happening over in the marketing fulfillment mm. department over there isn't talking to what's happening in Todd Howard's department. So, you know, these things happen and it wasn't on purpose. We understand that, but more importantly, we understand we asked a lot of you to come with us on this journey as we make Fallout into a multiplayer game. Yeah, We asked you to trust us and believe in us and we know what we're doing. We, and this is, and again, what I'm talking about, like what happens figuring out, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, this is an Xbox moment, right? Mm-hmm. We have a vision and we have a plan and the game isn't where we want it to be and it isn't where you want it to be, but we're gonna get there. We're yeah. still gonna prove to you in X months, X weeks, in X days, and you know, whatever, why we say this game needs to exist. Mm-hmm. How much fun this game can be. Yeah, the fact that it's out there, yeah, the party system isn't where we want to be. You know what I mean? But basically someone needs to get up, stand up, and be like, We're still in if you're still we're still in, period. Not uh, even if you're still, yeah. we're still in. And if you're no longer in, and you're mad that you bought it, we're gonna make this game great so that in six months a year, you hear about the major update that comes out, and you're like, oh, I want to put it back in, and I want to play it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. again, they they don't have the luxury of being Nintendo in Virtual Boy status, right? Of yeah. it's a different industry. Let alone they're such a different company. Yeah. I was talking to you about this today, right? Like, Bethesda needs to immediately write the ship and have the mea culpa and hey we fucked up and hey we're fixing this and we're going to get it there with the little things before they can have the, even their destiny 2 giant forsaken that's, that's thing
3: kinda, that's where i was leaning yeah
1: but i, I was... mean on top of that i don't know if you can even get to the destiny forsaken announcement we understand blah blah. before you get to e3 mm-hmm. and i don't think you can go in and have the bethesda e3 pre- and, Like now think about like the dominoes that are happening mm-hmm. in terms of they need to write the ship now on this so that this admitted problem doesn't fester and become something
3: so much worse that people are yeah. like I'm well, not going to watch the press conference. There guns. is one other approach and when I brought up the Game Boy analogy uh, or the, pardon me, the Virtual Boy analogy it was to, to address this. I think everything you just said makes tremendous sense if they can deliver it within that timetable. Yep, then that's and the problem. that's a logistical issue. Yeah. If they can possibly do that, if there's a way to make that work that doesn't involve abusing their employees, you know and, yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah, forcing yeah. everybody to into horrible overtime and, and if there's a way to do that, then do that because that, that's the way to make it right. If not, fix the bag thing, come out and be transparent about what happened. And if you can't fix it, what you walk out and say is, we're sorry, we screwed up, we will do better next time, and you drop it. Wow. That's the other possibility because the only thing worse than that. Is promising you can fix it and not being able to in time. And That's here's worse. my
1: thing, and I understand, like, this is such a, a weird conversation to have, right? Because at this point, the quality of the game. Not the bugs, not the connection issue, not the bugs, not the connection issues, not the bag, not the public trans not like we're so far removed from the game yeah. that as somebody who enjoys the game as it is now, and like, you know what I mean, like I I'm going to play more Fallout probably this weekend, right? Like just run around and keep building out my little thing and seeing what's going on. The game and I and this is my personal opinion on it. Obviously, the game and the mechanics inside of it are not fundamentally broken. Yeah, and and can slash are fun. They can be and they are fun. So I think mm-hmm. honestly, like it's fixable. The problem people have again, right? And again, this is no one no one from Bethesda communicating the message and what the vision is. And again, Bethesda, a company that you know, Pete Hines. I, I always uh, Pete's the mouthpiece. Obviously, he's the guy who does our shows and every other show, answering questions, well, tough questions that are launched in, right? the fact that he, no one from there is saying well no like yeah there's no npcs in the game but the robots are the npcs the robots are f- interesting we the hollow tapes are interesting like we have 180 and i'm making that number up i'm yeah. again back in, if i've been given bethesda we have 180 yeah. hours of vo recording time in these things and they're interesting and we but we want you to blah you know what i mean like well, the they're... game itself isn't completely off track the reviews right always get hung up on Man, and it just fucking crashed a bunch. I have a good PC; it shouldn't run like shit. And why is the guy in T pose when I come in? And why am I shooting this enemy and it's not reacting to me? And why did this guy get stuck in a wall? Right. And yeah. what's in the post game? That's the other. Bit oh, of course, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a and, content. And, issue. and, and it, is, it is the man. It feels really lifeless. The area feels really. The world feels really lifeless. And and it could be again Bethesda just going in this live stream right, being like, listen. Yeah, the world is lifeless. You're the first people to come out of the vault since the explosion went off. I know that sounds like an out. And again, if this is coming in like a conversation, I know it sounds like an out. It's not an out. It's what we designed cuz we want you to have communications. And another in like again, one
3: of our problems is the the maps, the biggest we've ever done. Maybe that wasn't the best idea with 12 players on it. And that's that's the problem that I'm worried about, Greg, is that it might just be that the game, which is full of fundamentally good ideas mm-hmm. and some very solid mechanics, because I'm not, not a hater on this thing at all. Oh, no, no, um, yeah, no. What I'm worried about, and the, I reason mean, he... I, the reason I keep dancing here, is if they do an internal audit and they have the resources to fix it within an acceptable timeline, a timeline that will actually affect people's opinion, say E3. Yeah. But that's only seven months away. I'm not sure that Bethesda, and I don't know their internal structure has the resources to completely retool a massive multiplayer yeah, online AAA 100%. game in seven months and make and fix all these things. I don't know if they can. You're 100% and, correct. And if they can't, then people, my thoughts are this. Either, in either situation, what you lean into is the fact that most people, and I really do believe this, want in our sphere, fans, want to like things. They oh, want yeah, to totally. like games. There are always people out there that don't want to like things. But right now what we have are people that normally are used to enjoying things that got really enthusiastic. They're just like, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. And they want to forgive. This is- so I think you lean in and say, because if they look and they go, if this pushes their next project out yes. another year, yes. then that pushes that's tens to hundreds of millions of dollars. They may not be able to absorb the blow. They may have, they may have to cut and run. And if they do, I think you got to look people in the eye and say, "This game isn't what we hoped. The next one will be, and we're moving on to that." You are you are
1: on point with so much of that, and I, I'm not arguing. And that's why I just think it's fascinating. This is another this in terms of what we're talking about with like streaming technology, next generation, right? This is another holy shit. Like it could like I know it sounds crazy, but stick with me. This could be the, Bethesda's. THQ you draw tablet of like well we bet wrong here and now we're fucking hung out here and mm-hmm. like, that's the thing for me and what, especially with what you're talking about and, uh, me with dominoes is that I don't expect the game to be yeah oh man it's recovered and everything's awesome and everybody loves it it's not gonna pull a no man's sky right or even uh, Elder Scrolls Online by E3. Yeah. I feel you have to. If for I, 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 am working on this uh, analogy and this uh, hypothetical on the assumption that there was going to be a Bethesda press conference this year. Right. So
0: yeah. let's. That's a question
1: I want to ask. Is there a Bethesda press conference? And see, this is where I'm going with the where I'm going. I'm I'm under the assumption uh, on paper there is, yeah. and I think that you have to turn the tides of this thing before it gets worse, as it's clearly every day getting worse. Turn the tides on this so that the well isn't poisoned. So that what you have to be, you have to get, you have to get in the next seven months or 6 right you have to get up you have to get this positive you have to get this message positive again yeah. of we're doing the right things we're working on it we'll reveal uh our forsaken at a different time we're calling it forsaken and then e3 you have to have forsaken ready to go which is a monumental task of turning it around and telling you why this game is going to be fixed and what it's going to be because you can't i if you say guys hey we tried in the, in the next 7 months hey guys we tried we fucked up this can't ha- we can't this fall 76 is what it is we're pulling the plug whatever you want to say you get to e3 and there's no there's no amount of falling on the sword that wins you back what you've lost and that because that then it is like it's the same thing of getting there and have they just shot themselves in the foot how many how much of their community the bethesda community that buys fallout shoes and (laughs) shirts and all this crazy shit right like how many of them have stuck around how many of them believe it you know what i mean like this is literally their worst nightmare to yeah. see go on, I'm on, I follow the fall. I've always followed the fallout uh, subreddit and then the Fallout 76 subreddit. And the way people talk on there of like, do you have brand loyalty? Will you buy this game again? Like, what, like these are the Jesus Christ, not the conversations you want to have two weeks following the launch of this game.
3: The other possibility is that uh, that, and we're not, we haven't talked about this yet is that they also understood even better than we do what a risk this was that they took a triple a risk mm-hmm. and that they do have a buffer Built against it. I am... I think that there's at least some buffer in there. The fact that they released the game they did when they did, across from Red Dead, across from Odyssey, across from, you know, virtually across from Smash. Yeah. And that they went out with what they did anyway, not seeing this response coming, leads me to believe that they might have had to have gotten it out at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of delaying it, instead of pushing AMX. it down the road. Yeah that they may have just had to push it out the door. And that doesn't make me confident that they have the resources in place to do a forsaken and fix everything that's already broken yeah. and do it in time. And again, I, I could be completely I'm talking out of my butt here. For all I know, they're gonna come out next week and be like, we're fixing it. Here's the timetable. Here's how we're gonna do it. And they've got to, or they're gonna push something else down the road a year and make it happen. And boy, would I be thrilled because I'd love to see them make good on a broken product. but. Live service games are are a pain in the butt, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe they had a Destiny plan. I Maybe they looked at that and said, no, man, we're, it's going to suck for a year, and then it'll be good. Yeah. Maybe they knew that internally the whole time. And if they did, then they're already set up to fix all this, and we're talking moot, and the problem is that they stayed silent when they should have talked. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, the,
1: I mean, the, f- the way to fix this, right, is to talk and
3: talk mm-hmm. and
0: talk. So and, this is impossible.
3: Yeah. Like, they would never
0: do this, I don't think it's the right business move. But... To go with what you're saying, of like, they can't just cut and run. Cut and run, yeah. What if they cut and run and refunded? And like, they would never do that because then they lost the cost of developing the game and would have to, like, they're losing a lot of money. But do you think that that would make people happy enough going into an
3: E3 of just like, they they fucked up, they admitted it, and. Well, when they say when they say cut and run, I want to be clear. I, I you fulfill your obligations. Like you don't take the game offline. You, anything you've promised you still have to deliver at that point. Um, and I don't know what what they have I mean, season pass wise, etc., I don't even know what the structure for seventy six is, there is, a is there anything? Pass or anything. Yeah, sure. But know. you leave the servers on. It's not like you took the game away from people. You just sold people a mediocre video game. Um, and you know, if this weren't a live service game, I'm not sure we'd be having this conversation. Sometimes games come out and they're disappointing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, that's absolutely you know? true. And maybe that's just what we're looking at here internally. They just look and go, "We made a big old multiplayer game, and guess what? It's not good. Sorry about that. We usually make good games. See Dishonored two. See Doom. See mm-hmm. all the see pray. See all the things we did last year and the year before that and the year before that. Man, we screwed up. We don't do that much." We won't do it again.
1: But uh, yeah, it's it's just so different, though, right? Because it's Bethesda Game Studios. It's, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. They published a bunch of those games, yeah. obviously. But like, this is like Todd Howard came out on stage yeah. and walked you yeah. through this, yeah, right? You're right? And that's and that and that's the problem here mm. of you can't take away from the maybe they just made it maybe if it wasn't a lot if they put out a terror a fallout period single player that didn't run yeah there would be this conversation still like this is one of the names amongst names when you talk about ip that's valuable right elder scrolls and fallout like they're up there with everything else in terms of holy shit world stops when these kind of games come out and so the fact that it was that we've saw it you know and this is why i know the if you want to be the the haters being so happy about all this right like last year's game awards was the video from bethesda that was like single player isn't dead single player is awesome then it was like hey we're making a fallout game and uh, the initial reaction was from the audience we don't want that right like that's not what fallout is we talked about this last week i think it was last week a bit about pokemon let's go
0: when that was announced so many people were just like like pokemon fans like this isn't what we want like what what the fuck is this but the game ended up coming out and not everyone's happy but i would say the majority of people are like all right, this, this sure, is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what I'm looking for. That's coming later. But I like think it's I'm, fun. <laughs> I'm having a good time with this. Whatever. What is it feeling like with Fallout? It's it, it's not that
3: situation. It is the majority of people are like, "Told you so." This well, this is not good. Yeah. What happens if you come to? We talk about a Bethesda press conference, whether there's a conference or not. We get to E3, and suddenly Elder Scrolls is there. I mean, it's all you know, forgiven. You know, it, we, we let's I say they just kill there. this thing, and Elder Scrolls is there. It's oh, I, the same. I, I, I don't think there's a universe where Elder Scrolls, it, whether it was planned or not before, I I would bet portions of my anatomy we will see something about Elder Scrolls this year at E three now. Like uh, whether something, the, anything, yeah, this? there the ties will be something about Elder Scrolls because mm-hmm. like no, no, we make this too. Remember good games, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. going to
0: happen. My thing is, and th- this all gets complicated, and <laughs> I feel like this is not a safe bet at all because I do feel like I say this every year and it ends up happening, but like. We all thought Bethesda doing a press conference was a one-off, and then it wasn't, yeah. and then it just kept going. It's like, oh shit, they're proving they can do this, and we kind of just expect them to always be there, regardless of this Fallout 76 stuff. I would still say I don't think they're going to do one, and like now that this is happening, I'm like, I really don't think they're going to do
1: one. I think you can. You know? I, I think I think I don't think I I do think they plan one. I do think it's going to cost them a ton of money to cancel yeah. it and push all in, and, and like it's going to delay projects too. But I think at this point, and I think again Speaking to who and I don't know Bethesda, but like the Bethesda I do know. I do think this is a all right, fuck, let's make this right. I can't I can't imagine this that's not who this company is that again, that I know, and I'm saying as a consumer, as a fan, whatever, that would be like Guys, we just we're we're not supporting it anymore. We, it didn't go. They are gonna sit there and be like, "All right, shut it, shut everything else down. We're everybody get in this room. We're licking our wounds and we're gonna make this right."
3: Yeah, that's the call I want to see. I want to be clear about that. I've talked a lot about it than running away from it. I want to see that call, but I only want to see that call if they can deliver. Yeah. And I don't because I, I I do think that make we talk about making that call. But if you do not have the infrastructure in place to deliver it and you can't build it, don't promise it. Yeah. That just makes things worse. Sure. But because I, you only get one apology. You can't come right back on the same game and be like, no, we fixed it. No, we fixed it this time. No, this time.
1: I didn't follow it closely enough back in the day, but apparently people like to point out Elder Scrolls Online wasn't a huge hit when it, it came out, but it got it got there, right? Yeah. That, so that's that the same thing. I, I feel like, you know, Andrea on the show was talking about getting those guys in, the Zenimax folks who did that mm-hmm. one, to come in and talk to that. I'm like, I have to imagine if you're there, it is all hands on deck mm-hmm. what are what is the list but I, again that should be i think at some point that list needs to be shared sooner than later mm-hmm. cuz it does need to be that like yep we see it and we're working and they've detailed two updates obviously uh, in terms of what's happening but again it's i, I and i I'm not trying to at all pat myself on the back or telling me this is why I should listen to Greg Miller. But it was, remember when they put out the letter, and we talked about this same Games Daily, but they put out that letter leading into it of like, we're so excited. We have this vision for Fallout. You're going to join us. It's going to be rough here in the beginning. And it was like, Oh no. Like if you if, if a video game publisher is telling you a developer is telling you it's going to be rough, <laughs> that means it's going to be a train wreck and it's a train wreck, right? And so like them putting out this update that's like, "Yep, we're increasing the stash from whatever, I think it's 300 to 600 or something." And they're like, "We know that's st- it's, keep in mind. They're like, "We know that's still not enough, but we have to see if that breaks the game." You're like, "Woof." Like this game yeah. is such, you know, like if, if they should have it
3: seems like a chip before it was ready
1: of course and I think we you know you, and, and again like you can sit there and be like well why did they call it the beta sell cellularly access or why didn't they do this blah mm-hmm. blah blah and it's all these different things that still come back to the fact that that works when you're PUBG when you literally are player unknown and you're releasing this game and you're trying to figure it out and no, you're not, a couple it does people not work it doesn't work your, when you're Made event your Bethesda. Of your, yeah, I mean, we could
3: look over at Red Dead and say, "Well, Red Dead Online is having," separate, but they also sold a hundred-hour, generation-defining single-player game I mean, in the same box. Re- I know, th- th- the, th- the problems Red <laughs> Dead Online's
1: beta are having are not in the same yeah, league. We, right. E- I've not run into any character that's just standing there, exactly. or I run up and yeah, shoot I him, didn't and they're just standing like, oh, there. Oh yeah, and it's that Or seen someone go from a scorch
3: to a real character. Like, not to mention the fact that that's a free add-on to a gigantic, huge single-player mm-hmm. game. For mm-hmm. the same price mm. so yeah. interesting stuff very dude it's
1: it's it's interesting it is sad for the players oh, so it is, is sad, sad for these
3: developers there? it's sad. I, I, I wanted to see this game do well i wanted to see it be good yeah i i love that they took a triple a risk it's so rare right but they, they didn't make a good game yeah and they that's and, and so now, now they like,
1: have and I, that's my thing how do they, f- they fix this they have to they have to make it right <laughs> and they have to stop everything else even though that means it will cost you everything but again you can't come out now at e3 and be like still working on fallout don't worry but and no nobody's gonna care what the butt. no one's gonna care what the butt is you know what i mean
3: no i think you st- if you drop it you don't start with still working on fallout you you just don't mention it at and then all. and that would be all you anybody come, talks before, about. It. you come out beforehand several months beforehand and say yeah okay
0: this is See, don't off something you just said and earlier I brought up a point of will people care like will enough people care it's like you're saying you can't say but and then here's this thing but can't you like can't they be like and Skyrim and then no, the Skyrim you, people you, are gonna care
1: well yeah but it's just going to be that every sentence about that is going to be loaded with yeah. Ah, it's, yeah, they showed Skyrim, but it's still crazy they haven't fixed Fa. Yeah, I'm excited about Skyrim, but I have to wait and see because I saw what happened with Fa You know what I mean? Like, there there are so many caveats that you have to make that right before you can build on it. But I just but feel but like we're
0: so inside on this where it's just like you're right within the circle of people that we roll with. But in terms of, like, the people that Skyrim fans, I'm sure that it's a small sliver that give a fuck about well, I, Fallout 76, you I mean, know what I'm saying? That, that's yeah.
3: important, yeah, the, the Bethesda core community and the, the people, because I, I love Fallout, I didn't buy Fallout 76, I canceled my pre-order um, because I was like, this is a game I'll probably <laughs> play eventually, but I don't have time this fall, yeah. uh, and I re- realized that and and then now I probably won't ever buy it, and I'm, I think within the target demographic for, for a game like this, so that's the other bit is one, that. but you talked about the people that buy the shoes, the people that buy, it. those are the people you don't want to alienate, that you're that's your core. That's a really important group of people to your business. I I do think that there's a tendency in messaging uh, to assume we can have more control than we do. Uh, that that's a very important aspect of video game marketing that I think it gets forgotten. Historically, Bethesda is extremely smart about the way that they market their video games. They're, they're incredible. Heck, Fallout seventy six was marketed beautifully up to this point. Um, I just hope they don't fall into the trap of confusing controlling the message with delivering a sincere message. The message is now out of their control in many ways. The message has taken on a life of its own. What they can do is walk in and begin the process of what the next narrative will be. Yeah. Or they can make things a lot worse if they're not careful. So, Well, I
1: mean, that's why I think it's got to be hit on twitch whatever it is talking to each other no paper cards in front of you just having this conversation yeah. like whatever that's how you've got to hit so you're moment.
3: saying pete hines comes in sits down with greg Miller right here talks about sure yeah
1: but i mean like I'll, i'd love to i want a developer too like not yeah. that i don't i mean pete's the obviously the mouthpiece but like yeah. where are we what's happening what's the roadmap where you can going? bring todd too
3: oh thank you okay yeah. good Well yeah man,
1: you want to book these tickets go for it i'd love well, to talk I'm to in everybody for that. About you, this.
3: Bring, yeah. you can bring pete and todd sure yeah
1: but yeah, you figure it's just so crazy, you know what I mean? And then it is that since it's so off track now, again with like uh, you know what that game actually is, and then everything on top of it, the way the subreddit and fan base have now doubled back to the fact that like they paid Ninja to play it, they did that crazy influencer event in West Virginia, like it's back to why the fuck are they spending money on that when they should have been spent? You know what I mean? That's uh, like, uh, the part
3: departmental joy right there. Yeah, that's exactly. Marketing, and that's marketing the thing, budgets versus dev totally, budgets. Yeah. totally
1: not. It's not. Apples to apples, Not but enough. again, now that we're here, every every choice you've made to this point is nickel yep. and diamond. No, and everything you've said is overanalyzed.
3: The good news is that if you want to play a good Fallout game right now, you can go to your Nintendo Switch and play Wasteland Definitive Edition, and you should because it's great. Best Fallout game, Wasteland Two. Is on uh, Switch right now, and it's one of the best Fallout games ever.
1: And Obsidian's been doubling down on, hey, we have the creators of Fallout, two of the creators of Fallout making a game that are, is debuting at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good there.
3: But yeah, there's Let's a see. there's a good Fallout game with everything but the Fallout name on it Yeah, uh, right now on Switch that you can play. Have mm. you ever played Wasteland? No. Oh, it's so good. No. Teenage
0: Wasteland! Thank you very much for that. Jared? We are actually going to hold mobile gamer bullshit
3: (gasps) until next week yet again. I feel saving for that. I feel like being bumped again. I think we've been having good good
0: flows. You know what I mean. Tide is over. I I want to respect people's time. I understand. You know what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into the post show. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Kind of Funny Games Cast. Let's see, when does this go
1: live? Uh, (laughs) It goes live Friday and then Monday. This goes live. This is the last one you'd see live on Monday before. Oh, enjoy so many beautiful
0: things. We have the Game Awards this week. Thursday. We got Super Smash Brothers this week. We got the Kind of Funny Games Showcase (gasps) Saturday at 10 a.m. on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Yep.
1: Followed by the after party, smash. Followed by
0: the smash, 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 Oh, oh party? smash party, smash uh, party. I was saying it like that. Jer, I'll see you guys in post show. Love Dead you guys. Post show. Yes.